Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be discussing global wealth and who owns it. It's not me. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure about that, Mike. At the end of 2020, global wealth Total global wealth was about $418 trillion. Now, I don't really know how big a trillion dollars is, but I can handle billions. I can handle millions. When we get into trillions, it's, it's a little far-fetched, but there's 418 of them. So we're headed to 500 trillion. So let's talk about who owns that wealth. And, and this is, um, this is a, in a report that was done by the visual capitalists. So uh, a call out to them for looking at this great uh, summary. And I'm going to start with, and we're looking at adults, adults who have less than $10,000 to their name. And so if you've only got $10,000, it may be just the car you own, or it may be, uh, you know, some, some clothing or something. It's not a lot. And that makes up about only 1%, a little over 1% of the world's total wealth. Yep. But here's the stunner it makes up 55% of the population. So over 50% of the population of this world have less than $10,000 to their name. It's a scary number, isn't it? That's a real, I, I just can't fathom it. And these are adults. We're not looking at kids at 16. We're looking at adults. You realize poverty is a very relative term, don't you? How lucky are we to be in North America, to be in Canada, to be in, you know, Toronto, per se? So let's explore it a little further. Let's move up the ladder a bit. So those individuals with $10,000 up to $100,000, which in this country would still be considered poverty almost, makes up about 13, 14% of the assets of the world. Of, so of that $418 trillion, but it's a third of the population. So, so you add those up, that's 88% of the population, isn't it? 88% of the population, and basically they've got less than $100,000 to their name. Well, maybe I am one of those people. <laughs> See how quickly you've moved yeah. up the ladder. Yep. So let's go to the next group. 100000 to a million dollars. So we're now moving into certainly what you would probably call the middle class. And this group makes up 39% of the total assets of the world. So that's a pretty big percentage, almost 40% of that $418 trillion. And it's only 11% of the population. You know, we had 88% that was, was everybody else that were less than 100,000. And now we're down to 10, 11% of the population and they make up 40% of the world's wealth. So if I do my math right, there's only 1% of the world left, is there? You're right. 1.1%. Those are people who with over a million dollars worth of net worth. They make up about 46% of the total wealth of the world. That's a lot of money. So when we hear about the 1%, it truly exists around the world. And then as we start to go a little further and look at the 1% in each region, we're going to get some other interesting results. But rather than looking at 
the 1%, let's just focus on what's the average net worth of someone in North America versus an adult maybe in Europe or Asia. So Mike, in North America, the average adult is worth just under $500,000. It's actually pretty reasonable. It is pretty when, reasonable, right? When you take right? across, it's uh, probably what I would have expected. So we got $330 million in, in the U.S. We've got another $40 million up here. Take away kids. Call it, you know, there's $300 million, something like that, worth yep. about half a million each. Yep. We go over to Europe, not quite as wealthy, only about 175000 And that's because you've got a lot of really poor countries as well as wealthy countries in Europe. Yeah, sometimes people forget Europe isn't only the places you go visit. <laughs> you know, everyone thinks of Europe as Italy and England and all all the nice, but, but there's a lot of very poor places that you can go over there. So, But they're just not on the uh, map when you're doing a tour of Europe. No, definitely. At, at least not on the regular tours. Yep. We then get to Asia and the average net worth there of an adult there is about 61000 we get to China, it's about 68000 It's a very little difference between China and Asia. But um, that's amazing how much that's moved up in the past 20 years. Remember, it used to be literally a few thousand dollars. I, I remember looking at these stats 20 years ago, and the Chinese income was incredibly low. We were even reading that article today about Chinese homeownership. It's something like 80% of people in China now own a home. I don't know if that was a real stat, but it was coming from all... Uh, this controversy going off right now. So, well, well, maybe it lines up. They don't have a lot of equity in the house, but they own the house. Yeah. <laughs> so they may have only have $68,000 worth of equity in the house, but they own the house. But you're right. That has moved up tremendously. It's nowhere near what we have in North America or even in Europe, but it's certainly moving forward. We then get to India and it drops down substantially, $14,000 average net worth per adult. We get to Latin America, it goes up again to 24,000. And then at the end, we've got unfortunately Africa, which is $7,000 per adult and a big part of the world's population. Yeah. And that's a tough fix when you've got 7,000 versus 487,000 in North America. It's a big difference. That's $480,000 difference per adult. Yeah, it's not gonna be fixed overnight. So if we look at the world, world, as we said, 418 trillion, moving to 500 trillion, average adult has about $80,000. So you and I don't have too many clients that have just a net worth of $80,000. Maybe some kids of our clients are close to that average, maybe a little bit below, a little bit above, but they're just starting out in their careers. They would be very young adults. Some other interesting things, global growth, global GDP this year, we're now talking trillions again, we might as well stay there. It's supposed to be about 100 trillion this year. So a pretty good growth, a little, it's supposed to be up, up over 100 trillion, and it's going to be up about 4% versus last year. So that's a nice growth rate. The expectation of global wealth, so that 418 trillion, it's expected to grow about 40% over the next five years. So we're going to see that well over, you know, probably $700 trillion five years from now. I guess the, the background that I have trouble seeing this is you read a lot of reports talking about how the stock market can't keep on going at the pace it's going at, right? There has to be, it has to go down. But you look at these growth numbers, it's got to happen inside uh, companies. And that, that's where the net worth is going to grow. 
I don't think a lot of these articles that get written by people take a very worldly look at the marketplace. They tend to very much focus on North America. They put blinders on and they don't see the opportunity in the rest of the world. Look at the blinders that we had on years ago with China and how we said China's moved up. China used to be similar to when we uh, would be at Africa. In- right? Yeah, it would be Africa and maybe India in that stage. But, you know, 15 years later, China's becoming the main main player. You know, I don't know if China is now leading GDP in the world, but it's getting pretty close to it. And for a while, we just thought it would be the U.S. forever. But China will be the biggest GDP in the world. I, I don't know where it's at right now, but within the next five years or so, it's going to overtake the the, the world in uh, production. Definitely. So here's the other interesting piece to this. Over 40% of the growth in the world is going to come from these smaller, poor countries. Yep. They only make up about a third of the wealth, but it's going to be over 40% of the growth. So we really need them to to, to, to grow. And, and you, back to your comments on the stock market, you said, was the stock market overvalued? Really, it's only those in the, the last two groups that are even in the stock market. And, and most of them are the people over a million dollars or, or, you know, over half a million dollars. And, and that's only a small 5% of the population. And, you know, I was reading an article last week and was talking about overvaluation of markets and said the U.S. market's overvalued. No one ever looks at the other parts of the world. They look at the S&P 500. You know, Canada's not that expensive. I was looking at the bank stocks. It's still trading at 10 times earnings, which is pretty cheap uh, overall. When you go down and look at European stocks and they're trading reasonable times uh, price to earn ratios, U.S. has got very expensive and people are paying a premium to be in the U.S., but as we say, things don't last forever. People will pay premiums to be in other markets eventually too. Definitely. Hence, global diversification. That brings us to the end of another week. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.